Hello and welcome to the NCC More podcast. Uh, this is just a moment where we want to continue the conversation that we had on Sunday, add a little bit more value to your life and to your marriage, uh, because we've been in a series for the last four weeks entitled A Different Kind of Marriage. The big idea is that as Christians, as Christ followers, we should have a different kind of marriage. And we have been looking at this through the lens of the purpose of marriage, the perspective of marriage, uh, the, the plan of marriage. And then this last week, we talked about the practice of marriage because really, Destiny, marriage takes so much practice. Uh, I mean, yes. really, you you got to practice your purpose. You got to yes. practice your perspective. Yes. You got to practice your plan. Yes. You got to practice in every area of you, our marriage. You really do. You really do need to practice. And this is the thing is that you may say, oh, well, I've never heard of that or, or I've never practiced in my marriage. No, you really have. No. Because every day we practice Every day we put into effect the secret rules, um, the strategies that uh, may be something that we're aware of or we're not aware of, the patterns, the habits that we have in our lives. And so um, every single day we do that and every single day we have to realize that we're either getting better or we are getting more deeply um, entrenched mm. in maybe some habits and some uh, some things that we don't want to have. And so that's really what practice is all about. It's about um, kind of evaluating what you're doing mm. on a daily basis, trying to come up with a new plan to get you somewhere new, and then putting new things into practice. And, and there's some things that you need to be aware of when you're going into practice. We talked about it on Sunday that you have to expect that there's going to be emotions. You have to expect mm that there's going to be conflict. You have to expect that there's going to be failure. Mm. Um, without a doubt, there's some things that you need to expect. But you also just really need to realize that whether you do it intentionally or unintentionally, you're practicing and creating habits that are going to um, be part of your marriage every single day. Yeah, you know, really, your, your practices come from what you practice. Mm -hmm. The practices of your daily, your daily routine, your practices of how you speak, the practices of how you interact, mm -hmm. uh, the practices of your home, it really comes from what you practice. And so you have to make sure you're practicing the right things because, you know, as we said on Sunday, practice makes permanent. Whatever you practice, right, is what becomes permanent in, in your life. So I remember as a football coach, uh, one day we had started practice and we were probably 30 minutes in to, you know, a two and a half hour practice. And, and I sent everybody inside. Now, the practice is over, go inside. Why? Because we were practicing the wrong way. We were practicing with, with the wow. wrong energy. We were practicing uh, with the wrong attitude, man. We, we, we had the wrong demeanor about ourselves on the practice field. And if you don't correct that, then the next day you'll come out and you'll practice that same way. But whenever, but whenever you send everybody in and say, hey, this is not cutting it, go inside, shower up, go home, come back and try it again tomorrow, man, the next day, those guys came out ready to practice yeah. at a whole new level. And, and what we did is we stopped something that was going to be detrimental. Yeah. We stopped something that could have become a habit. It could have turned in from a Monday practice to a Tuesday practice to a Wednesday practice. We could have practiced that way all week. And then that could have set the tone yeah. for a practice next week. And so we, we, we stopped that right, right in the moment and said, no, go home, come back again. Practice was great the next day. But I think sometimes in marriage, it can be the same thing. You can Absolutely. get in a, a, a bad habit right. or a bad routine. And if you don't stop that, 
right. and say, wait a minute, we got to start. Yeah. We, we can't let this continue, right? We got we to gotta stop that so that we can start fresh again. Absolutely. And I think that um, one of the things that we've done as we've learned how to practice within our marriage is we have given each other room for do-overs. And so um, sometimes you'll, you'll start to have a conversation and maybe your spouse says something and their initial reaction is just really negative or really mm. um, rude or really insensitive. Um, giving yourself a moment to be able to stop and say, you know what, I think we need a do-over. Mm. Let's try that again. That's not the way I want it to be. Or, hey, is that the way that you meant to come off? Because what you came off as is this. Would you like to try saying that a different way? Or mm. would you like to engage this issue a different way? We really allow ourselves to have the mindset of practice when we do those things. And we create cues that allow us to start mm over and that allow us to practice the way that we want to practice instead of feeling like, man, I came into this morning with a bad attitude or I came into this day with a bad attitude and I just have no choice um, but just to carry it through. We can create resets even within our marriage and even within um, a conversation that allow us to um, move forward in a healthier way. Mm. And so um, that's one of the, the things that we started doing that really has helped us in our marriage is making sure that we gave room for that, for those redos, but also for those questions that really prompt a redo like is this really who you want to be? Is this really the way you wanted to approach this? Or, hey, I didn't mean for it to sound that way. Let me try this again. But that only happens and it only works when you have um, honesty and vulnerability and you create safety to make mistakes. Yeah, and you know, and I think this is a, this is a perfect example because the more you practice it, the better you get at it. Yes. And now, so many times, we can catch ourselves right in the moment. Yeah. Right. Like, I mean, in the moment of conversation and we can be like, hey, you know, I don't think you want to say it that way. Hey, let's take a do over. We can catch ourselves in the moment, but it doesn't normally start there. No. Right. It normally starts like you you coming back maybe an hour later. Right. And mm -hmm. saying, hey, I'm so sorry about the way that I said I said that. Um, uh, you know, maybe even maybe a, a whole full day later, whatever. Yeah. But just coming back and saying, hey, I'm sorry. That's not the way that I want to come off. That's not the way I want to respond to you. That's not so the way silly. I want to treat you. That's not the way I want to talk to you. Let me say that to you again. And here's the great thing about it. And this is what this is what I, I don't think people do this. We practice the moment over again. We don't just say I'm sorry for what I said and move on. We practice the moment again. And you say, hey, when you said this to me, this is what I wanted to say. And we literally like relive that moment, right? Yeah, that's true. And 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 I think that it that's so powerful because it's not just saying, "Hey, I'm sorry for the way I acted." What we are now doing is we're saying, "Not only am I sorry for the way that I've acted, I want to learn how to respond a different way in the yes. future." And we would reenact that scene almost, you would like out of a movie, and you would reenact that scene to to respond the way that you would want to. Well, what we've discovered is that when you begin to build that practice in, the time frame gets shorter and shorter, and shorter, and shorter, where now, literally most of the time, we can catch ourselves in the conversation mm -hmm. and say, man, that's not the way I want to be. Can I say that again? Absolutely. And, and you know, so many times, 
um, those are those are easy things to do. You can do a re mm -hmm. redo or you can do a do over, and it doesn't matter that much because it was just about the Monday night dinner or it was about Tuesday night's you know issue with the kids or whatever it was. But sometimes there really are special um, once in a lifetime things that are coming up. And um, one of the best things that you can do is to pre-practice mm -hmm. your expectations and your responses for things that are special, important, maybe stressful, maybe um, things that make you nervous. So for example, if, if you're heading into a marriage season, it might be a really good idea to sit down and talk about expectations, um, whether it comes to the day of the wedding, to before mm. the wedding. Hey, um, you know, at the reception, do you want me to stick with you the whole time? <laughs> um, if I want to go off and do this, do you want me to ask? Like all these different things and kind of talk through and role play how you want to deal with this and deal with some of the different fears. And you really can um, avoid having a moment where you wish you could do it over, but you're mm. never going to be able to have a full do over again. So, yeah. you know, that pre-practice can be a way to to avoid some of the different mistakes and also to learn a lot more about each other. Um, mm. But even if you do, let's say you do make a, a huge mistake, um, one of the things that you have to realize is that within marriage, we have to live with forgiveness. Yeah. And we have to live with a mindset mm. of gratitude and generosity and grit. Mm. So you can't just um, you can't just say, "Well, you didn't do this for me, and now I'm angry, and I get to be angry for months and months and months." Mm. We have to forgive the way that Christ has forgiven us. Yeah. I'm so glad that Jesus doesn't um, hold Himself away from me when I make a mistake, mm. um, but instead He helps me walk through it. And so um, maybe you're disappointed about something. I can remember one time um, uh, we we went through something and I was incredibly disappointed. Mm. Um, I felt like I had very clearly said exactly what I needed, but I was very disappointed. And um, I let that disappointment make me angry at mm. you. And I held on to it for not days, not weeks, really months. Mm. And it started to cause problems in our relationship until the day that I realized I just needed to forgive. Mm. But the problem was no longer you. Mm. Yes, you had made a mistake, but I was the only one who had any power left to fix it. Mm. You know, and forgiveness takes practice. Oh, that's um, true. You know, it really does. It takes practice uh, to to forgive. And, and, you know, one of the things that we said uh, on Sunday is that we talked about that ex expecting failure. and and But to see the benefit of failure, to mm -hmm. see the lessons that you learn in moments of failure can set you up for future success. Um, you know, you just kind of mentioned it when you came through. And I remember, um, you know, early on in our relationship when we would walk into um, a, a party with lots of people and, uh, you know, I would walk in and I would walk off and I'd be talking to everybody and shaking everybody's hand. Oh, no, and no, that, that's not true, though. No, it's no, not true. It, the beginning of our relationship, you would walk into a party, lots of people, you would find one person. Oh, yeah, that's liked, true. And you would hide in the kitchen the entire night. Man, that's, those were really good days. Yeah, that was, that's accurate. Yeah, that is definitely accurate. That's accurate. Then I grew and mature as a person and yep. I started making my way around the room before I went into the kitchen and hid with my one friend. Uh, and, uh, uh, but I, but I remember out of that yeah. is that man you were you were so upset at the end of the night, and yeah. you said man I don't don't leave me alone, 
And I and I thought, well, you so host the whole party. Well, no, we're not. That's not what we're really going that's, for that's right really now. No, that's not really the point. What happened though? Not, but that's not really I'm the point. Because I'm okay being alone in a party, just not hosting the entire party. No. While you're hiding in the kitchen. No. Okay. Well, let's practice honesty right here and on the camera for everybody. Okay. And I remember multiple times parties that we weren't hosting where I walked off and I left you, yes. and you said, "Don't leave me." Yes. I don't like the way That's that that true. makes me feel. That's true. Right? And yeah. so and so so what we did is out of that failure, mm -hmm. right? We we learned a lesson. We did learn a okay? lesson. Okay? And so that lesson that knows whenever helped. we walk into a room, I know the people in the room aren't 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 my focus anymore. She's my number one focus. Yes. And I'm checking with her, "Hey, how are you doing? Are you okay? Do you feel love? Can I get you anything? Mm -hmm. Do, and are you all right? Can I go talk to them?" And it's created success instead yeah. of me just saying, "I ah, get over it. What's wrong with you? You got friends. You do this or whatever or blowing you off." Yeah. I allowed that failure yeah. to create future success, yes. so that when we walk into those rooms, I can take better care of you, which means things are going to be better in my life. No, there's because, no doubt. but but that takes practice. It does take it takes practice. practice. It does take practice, and and I think that that's the thing is that we have to learn about each other, but then we have to let each other evolve. I liked what you said mm. um, at the beginning of our relationship. You had a tendency to go and find a friend and yep. hide in the corner. Now maybe that's not the issue at all. Maybe it's that you want to make sure you talk to everybody in the room and make everybody feel um, loved or seen or whatever yep. it is. We evolve as people, and that's why mm. we can't ever stop practicing. Oh, that's good. If you ever think, oh yeah, we have this down, well then one of you has stopped growing, mm. and that's not a good thing, or maybe both of you, or maybe you're just, um, you're not aware. We go through seasons where maybe it's smoother, but at the same time, we are constantly growing and evolving as humans. Our tastes evolve, our desires evolve, all kinds of different things. Our dreams evolve. Um, our patience level even evolves as we have more and more responsibility. So that's why it's so important to keep coming back to the drawing board, evaluating what's working, yeah, that's what's right. not working, and how is our life working for the purpose that we say our marriage is built for? Because at the end of the day, um, if our marriage is not building the kingdom of God and isn't giving God glory, then we are not building a Christian marriage. Mm. Because that's the difference of a Christian marriage, yeah. is that we have a different kind of purpose. And if we are not seeing each other through the lens of Jesus, and we aren't seeing the people around us through the lens of Jesus, then we're not really building a Christian marriage. Because yeah. that's the different kind of marriage that Christians have. And so um, whatever kind of marriage you're trying to build, you have to have that plan and you have to have that practice. But remember that the uniqueness of the Christian marriage mm. is that purpose and that perspective. Yeah. But it also is that the Holy Spirit can be present with us yeah. as we plan and as we practice and can be that third person, that third strand yeah. to create a cord that's not easily broken. Yeah, let's, let's, let's wrap this up. Um, and let's let's talk about practicing perspective, because mm. I th I think that this is one of the things that people have to constantly come back to. So good. Um, I think when people have been hurt, yeah, words have been spoken, yes, disappointments have been experienced. It's so easy for us to look in in the rearview mirror, so right? True. So what true. is behind us, and it's hard to look at the perspective that is future focused. Yes. Uh, and, and that takes a lot of practice, right? Um, right. Uh, we're not naturally good at that, right? Yes. We So many people live in regret, 
Yes. Right. They they live in these places and, and and depression. Depression is thinking about man what I did in the past. Right? right. And 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 man, I wish I would have done it different. And now I'm depressed because I am where I am because I was I was where I was. And 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 yet the the Christian marriage perspective is looking forward. Come on. How how do we practice that perspective? What are some things that we can do that can help us as a married couple? force our attention forward and, and practice this, this perspective? You know, I, I think that that's a really good question. Um, one of the things that we can do is we can refuse to get stuck on the past. Mm. So when we hear the past coming up over and over again, well, you used to, well, we never, and all of these different things, um, we, we can instead project that language into the future. I was talking to uh, somebody the other day, and they were saying, yeah, well, you know, we never take time off. We never do whatever. And it's like, okay, well, that's great and all. But instead, why don't you just say, I want to take a vacation? Mm. Instead of, of just talking about the past, why don't you just say, hey, you know what? Mm. I really think that I'd love to take three days away from you. Yeah. I mean, oh, we're with you. Wow. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Wow, it's coming out right here in three days away. <laughs> three days away. At that's the, you. That's the, not me. You the, need a long time, not me. <laughs> yeah, that is anyway, true. that's true. <laughs> I did give you a present. For your birthday one year of three days completely alone. That it is the greatest birthday present I've ever gotten. Thank you, babe. I you're, appreciate that. You're welcome. That. I know you well. Yeah. But anyway, whatever it is that you're needing, why not just talk about what you yeah. need? And the reason we don't do that, I think, is because um, it feels safer to complain about the past than it mm. does to ask for something you need for the future. There you go. Right? It feels it feels safer to just uh, talk about something that's concrete because it's mm. it's true. Maybe that never happened. Yeah. But it, it feels more vulnerable to go... You know what I'd really love is if we were more, we were intimate more often. You yeah. know what I'd really love is if we ate dinner together more often. Mm. You know what I'd really love is if you let me you know read the Bible with you or whatever it is yeah. that you're wanting. Um, you know it's harder because we when we ask for something mm. we face new disappointment mm -hmm. and in the past it's old disappointment. Yeah. So it's a lot easier just to go back there because we know exactly how it's going to feel. We know exactly how it looks. But that perspective of forward looking is a whole full perspective. Yeah. And it says, you know what, no matter where we are right now, I really believe things can change. Mm. I really believe we can move forward. And I really believe that the best is yet to come, even in our relationship. Yeah. You know, and like you're saying, there's a risk to that, right? Yeah. And I think that that's what makes people uncomfortable is that there's this risk of saying what I want and I might not get it, of, yeah. of speaking out that dream and realizing it might not come to pass, right? Uh, but it's the only way to live Yes. because we can't go back. Life is yeah. moving in one direction right. and it's moving forward. So if I'm spending any time talking about what was and how it used to be and what was in it, we're not going that way. No. We're going this way. Yes. And so I think it, as a Christian, but in a Christian marriage, our perspective is future focused. And so I just want to encourage you, if, if you're a person that, that, man, that is carrying some guilt, some shame, some condemnation, some pain, some regrets from the past, if you, if you are carrying that, here's the thing. I want you to begin to shift that perspective and look to the future. I want you to look for what your marriage can be, what you can develop in your home. What is the environment and the atmosphere that you can create 
it can be different. But if you're only looking back, it can't be different back there because it is what it is or it was what it was. The only way you can change is by looking forward. I want to encourage you to do that. Have the, have the perspective of forward focused, of living on mission, staying on mission, and moving in uh, to that purpose that God really designed for you as an individual and for you as a married couple. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. Well, there we go. I'm excited about A different kind of marriage. A different kind of marriage. We are wrapping it up. Um, and uh, hey, I just want to say thank you so much uh, for going on this journey with us. I uh, hope that uh, uh, our Sunday messages and these NCC More uh, messages have, have just added a little bit more value to your marriage. Hope there's been some takeaways. Hope there's been some uh, some handles for you to begin to put into practice. Yeah. And I hope we've been encouraged yes. uh, as well. And um, uh, we believe that the best is yet to come for you. And uh, we believe that the best is yet to come for your marriage as well. And so, hey, come Sunday, join us, 9.30 and 11.15. We're kicking off a brand new series this Sunday. And so I want you to be in the room. God bless you.